Another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. Episode 150 episodes, we are three and a half, four years, almost the end of season four, going into season five. Absolutely crazy. We started May 28th, 2015, and we're going into 2019 shortly. It's, it's absolutely insane. It's insanity. Insanity. Um, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about uh, Fallout 76, the hate that's going on right now. I'm going to talk about the good points and bad points. I've been playing about 15 to 20 hours of the game since launch. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about PlayStation not being at E3 next year, okay, and what that means in the industry. Uh, we're going to talk about Xbox. We're going to be talking about Activision not happy with sales of, uh, of Bungie. Um, what else are we going to talk about? We have, we have a lot, we have a lot to talk about. Hold on. Let me bring up my, my list here in front of me. While game doing, of the year, game of the year nominations. That's right. Game of the year nominations came out. The award, the award show is, uh, later this year. And I'm a terrible, I'm a terrible person, Sarge. Last year, the people that won against us. Okay. Um, I never sent out the stickers because only three people sent me an email address and then I lost it. I, they're still watching me. So I'm going to send it to you, but we're going to have something again this year. And while I send the old last ones out last year, we're going to send the new ones out this year. So we'll get on that. We'll get on that. Um, what else are we doing? Let's see. Other stories that we have. We're talking about keyboard. Uh, Xbox One is getting keyboard access, mouse and keyboard. Game, game Pass. We're talking about Game Pass. Uh, Black Friday deals. Uh, we're talking about Disney. They're coming out with a second star wars series live action series we're going to talk about that uh and we're going to talk about sea of thieves um because they announced an arena mode so we'll hopefully we'll get to all of this hopefully we'll get to all of this if not those of you just joining us it's uh generation x gaming a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week and we rant along the way you can watch us live here on mixer at 8 p.m eastern or you can listen to us after the fact on itunes google play uh, Podbean, uh, and there's one more, Spotify, Spotify. So I really appreciate you guys downloading the episodes. It's been really good, really nice to see the people downloading it. Thousands, thousands of people are listening to us around the world uh, on the audio format version, and only 15 people watch it live on Mixer, which boggles my mind, but it's okay. It's okay. So if you're on iTunes, okay, or if you're listening or watching this on YouTube after the fact, Come to Mixer live, 8 p.m. Eastern on Thursday nights, okay? Watch it live, and then download it, and then share it with a friend. Maybe we're not camera-friendly. Maybe not. Maybe not. But every time I shut the camera off, someone's like, I can't see you. I can't, I can't see you. <laughs> so, all right. Where do we start, Sarge? 
I don't know. There's just everything's everything's really got equal equal value. So it doesn't really matter where you start. All right, let's start with Xbox is is, is very excited, right? Phil Phil Spencer confirmed that they're working on new consoles, right? It's it's all but what it is. Okay, they've talked about the streaming service. Okay, they they're, they're really talking about the streaming service. Right, they're well, no, the streaming service, not the Game Pass, the streaming but, service. But it's, it's one and the same, though, really. So the streaming service, right, that they've they've talked about is that you'll be able to play your full fledged games from your Xbox, on your PC, and on your cell phone, anywhere you want to go, anytime with the streaming service. Now, Phil Spencer himself said that this is not the future just yet it's just a little too early but that's down the road the next console they're really excited about right they've already made big moves right at e3 they bought what five they announced five companies that they bought right they've now purchased two more i believe they purchased obsidian that makes the total about 13 and i forget what was the other company i can't find it they don't i always love this right they talk about obsidian because it's like a, a well-known publisher but they didn't they leave out the other other company if guys in chat if you guys know what the other company they purchased um so they bought two more companies now right so now the totals like you said is like 12 or 13 right most of these companies have already released their own titles and they got picked up by microsoft so they're in that cycle now already working on their next projects right they're already working on their next projects so when xbox comes out and we've we've speculated 2020 Right, 2020, they announced that E3. Some of the the companies they already were already in in the motion of working on other games while they released their 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 games this year. So we're talking 2020. What five, maybe six of the of the companies they picked up will have games ready for launch for Xbox in 2020 if it comes for, out. I mean, double double A titles, yeah. Okay. Yeah, double A titles. Well, that's what Xbox is is. Is banking on for now, yeah, double A, right? And they've opened up the four A studio, which is the first of its kind. We're taking everyone from from the from uh, the best companies and bringing them over. I think it's okay. A lot of people are like, "Well, see you later, Obsidian." This is a different Microsoft than we knew a decade ago when they bought companies up and they kind of just let them do an EA, right? They 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 just chewed them up and spit them out. This is a different company. Microsoft is picking up these guys because they want to get the lead in the industry again from playstation from the other competitors so while they're doing this right playstation sees this game pass going on right they see that they're building up a new new system or multiple systems as 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 phil spencer said and now playstation announces today that they will not be going to e3 okay so they're not going to have a segment at e3 next year and this is interesting because there's no news announcement yet, really, that says we're working on PlayStation 5. Until now, where a posting on LinkedIn, okay, of all places, LinkedIn, Square Enix had a resume, hits Square Enix is gearing up for a PlayStation 5 title, okay? And they put that in the actual listing, okay? So Square Enix screwed the pooch by posting something in LinkedIn and someone saw well, it's not it. Really, it's not really screwed the pooch. Well, I mean, it's it's now confirmed 
that Square Enix is making games for PlayStation Five, right? Oh well, well, we're, first of all, we know it's coming. So, right here, th- them them not showing up just means that let's let's be honest, they have nothing have to show. Anything, if you have no, if you don't have anything, you don't go. I think they're taking this because last year's clusterfuck of a an announcement where they had people there, they had people stand around for an hour. They built that tent in the middle of the parking lot, and then they moved everyone so over to the next thing. Like so they expensive. they spent all this money on this on this on this thing. Then if you if you think about it, they look at companies like Minecon, like Minecraft, where it's a convention all for one game, right? Warframe does a thing for just their one game. Bethesda, well, not Bethesda, sorry, Blizzard does it for all their games. They have all their stuff. I think PlayStation's looking at this and going, why must we compete with everybody else on this day? Why can't we make our own con and make our own thing and then let's control it? I mean, there's Twitch, there's Mixer, there's YouTube. They can make their own form at any time and pr- and promote their stuff. Listen, they probably, they, want. The, they probably saw the price tag for what some reject oh, yeah. decided to do. And that's probably why they say we're not going. I'm guessing that's what it is, right? Number one, you don't have a lot of stuff to show. You could, you could talk about it at your own press conference. And right, then right. Just save you the money. You don't have a limited time, right? You can just, it's your own conference. You can have your fans there, right? No one's expecting anything. So obviously PlayStation, if they are announcing a console of PlayStation 5, they're not doing it at E3, so when are they doing it? When are they going to make this announcement for the next console? Is it next year or are they going to do it in 2020? Right? Are they doing it on their own platform next year or are they waiting for 2020 E3? Right? What well, what do you think? My 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 uh, there there has to be people sitting in a room right now trying to figure out how to market the next gen system and look gamers straight in the eye and tell them that their system has to be online the entire time because that's what's going to happen well it is it like, has to be online no 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 it has to be online period period like you won't be able to play anything unless you're online like well that's all that's the what, new games are like that though i i know this but there are still people that just want to put a game in and play without having to be online yeah right that that's gonna be number one and number two is they're gonna try and push this where the console might come out cheaper because they're going to try to do this whole thing where you're going through the cloud now or right. you're going online only. So it's a streaming machine. And, and so my guess, my guess is the next console that comes out probably from both parties. is okay? 2020. Right. Both parties. I, I, I'm guessing, I'm guessing 2020. I'm gonna go with 2020. Uh, I believe that this is going to be their first attempt in a streaming machine. It might be a hybrid. It might be like the VCR slash DVD player. Oh God, you don't console. you don't want to do a combo. No, no console has ever done good no, with a combo thing. No, no, but but the combo is going to be it's going to be a streaming box, and you're going to put discs in. Remember, like, remember the Sega Saturn where you had to take the cartons <laughs> and you shoved it up on like, top, and you put the disc into the top. Like I'm telling you, that's that's the that is their. That's the Achilles heel right now. That's the that's the that's the worry. How do we how do we first of all how how but, oh, there's so much to talk about. How do we get gamers to buy into a brand new system 
okay? If we can't push the envelope far enough, as far as what we believe a next-gen system should be, because <laughs> remember, the increments between the systems have been getting smaller now, not larger, right? small, right. okay? So how do we market it? What kind of hardware do we have? How do we make it affordable, okay? And the only way you can do all these things is by taking out more things in the piece of hardware and making it a streaming box, right? What, what? And so Xbox is planting seeds with Game Pass, right? right That's the right. seeds. It's, it's Netflix right? of video They're growing. games. Right. Planting seeds are growing. PlayStation has got to figure out what their play is. They have the PlayStation and, Store. It's the same. It's almost the same thing. Yes, it is. But PlayStation is about the gamer, technically, and they are about games. It, However... The games take time. Here. You cannot be releasing massive games year right. in and year out. These these titles take time. Here, here's the difference. This is a big year for them. The whole the last the last eighteen months, the God of War, oh, yeah. Spider, Spider Man. Man. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of titles that came out that were huge. Here, here's the difference, right? PlayStation's bank since since the beginning of time has always gotten games, third party titles to do exclusive deals. For them, right? If it's early access, six months, one month, whatever, they have their first party games, right? Which are single player, which are awesome. God of War, Spider Man, um, what's another one? Death Stranding that's coming out. They have these games that are that are just for their for the, but there's not enough games, right? They don't have enough studios that make first party titles that they can open up a Game Pass thing like Microsoft's doing, right? Microsoft has the has the jump because one they're doing the play anywhere right so they can get pc developers to port their thing onto their xbox and also make it for pc and you can play it on xbox you can play it on playstation or i'm sorry the, the pc and you can also put it on your mobile device soon when they do their streaming thing right they said you could play any of your full-fledged games on your cell phone right everyone has a cell phone as we know blizzard asked doesn't anyone have a cell phone everyone has a cell phone right Blizzard asked that question. So they Microsoft, I'd said this in the beginning, right? I said they're planting the seeds across the across the thing and they're going to come out swinging, right? That was this was late last year, early this year I said that they're going to come out swinging by companies, right? Doubling down this uh Game Pass, doing some sort of streaming service, and they've they've nailed every single one of these things, okay? Now they just need the titles. Now they just need the titles. And Xbox has got this, okay, where I don't think PlayStation does, okay? If you look at the landscape right now, Xbox has got, well, you got Sea of Thieves, Crackdown 3, State of Decay. You got games like Fallout 4 that are on the Game Pass, right? You got games like um, uh, Ori and the Blind Forest that are now coming to Game Pass. They bought Hell's Gate, uh, Hell, Hellblade. Hellblade is on Game Pass. Uh, I can see Tomb Raider because the other Tomb Raider is on Game Pass, right? I can see the new Tomb Raider. It's it's dropping in price dramatically. Two months ago, it came out. It's already 50% off after after Black Friday. I can see them making a deal uh, with stuff like this, right? Where they can get them onto Game Pass and with... With games that are popular, but yet not super popular, Game Pass is a perfect opportunity because Game Pass is like a grocery store, right? And I gave this analogy to Sarge earlier, where 
everything in the box store is not making profit for that company, right? They're selling something that's like $10 and they're making like an 80% margin off that one where they sell other things and they put it on sale and they're losing 80% margin on those, right? But this brings the people in, this gets the sale. Game Pass right now, they're giving it away. 14 day free trial. They're giving it to $1 right now for the holidays for one month, okay? And they've done this throughout the year, but they're giving it for $1, right? Who doesn't want to try it for $1, okay? Over 100 games, okay? I'm trying it right now, not because of the advertisement. My son saw a Disney game called Disney Adventures on Game Pass, or he saw the thing on the store. It was $20. It also said Game Pass, and I was like, I was like, all right, I don't have Game Pass, but I'm not paying $20 for this because my son's four years old. Games come and go like the wind, okay? He, he gets bored of them super fast. I was like, 14-day free trial. If you keep playing it, then, you know, I'll, I'll get this. So there's no, no, no sweat off my back, right? It was 14 days free trial. Then I pay a dollar for the first month. So he's playing this, this game. I got the Disney Adventure and I got Rush, the Pixar Adventure, which is two games that would have cost me $40. Okay. On top of that, I saw a whole bunch of games on Game Pass. Now they said, uh, Ori and the Blind Forest, the sequel to Ori Blind Forest is coming out to Game Pass. Um, you have uh, Crackdown 3 coming out. I already bought State of Decay 2, but that's on there. I already bought Sea of Thieves, that's on there. So I'm already making my money's worth from this Game Pass. So this is what they do. They bring it in, okay? The average consumer, now you got to remember, we're above average gamers, right? We purchase four to five games a year. The average person only buys two games a year, right? Two to three games a year, okay? The average. I'm not talking about these people that buy every new game that comes out, right? That's right. that's a small percentage. You're talking about the casuals. Right, which is 80% of the market, right? Well, it is now. Right. So Game Pass makes 100%, right, 100% sense because if you're a casual gamer and you don't have the money to dish out right off the bat 60 bucks for that game, Right, and then six months later, you get another game at sixty dollars. It's one hundred twenty dollars. Game Pass right now, you can get all of those games. Right, over a hundred plus games. Sometimes there's not games there. If you want to get a Battlefield Five, you want to get Rockstar's Red Dead Two, you're gonna to have to dish out the sixty dollars. But if you're a casual gamer, you can pick up the Game Pass for super cheap. And all these games, you have all the all the Gears of War. I believe you have all the Halos. I'm pretty sure. Okay. You have so many games that are coming out, and you're just like, it's amazing. There's so many games I was like, ah, I don't even know that was existed. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play that now because now that I have Game Pass, so it's interesting, right? Fallout Four is on there. So if you never played Fallout Four, I believe it's all the DLC as well in the Game Pass, if I'm not mistaken, or they give it to you at a discounted rate, okay? And if you like the game so much, you can purchase it afterwards for for a discounted rate. So. Game Pass makes 100% sense. It's it's amazing how fast it's kicking off. It's been out for, I think, just a year. And they already have, I think I, I read an article, a million, they have a million users right now doing Game Pass. At how much a month? At 10 bucks a month. When it's at full price, right? You can get it for... I got you. Now, mind you, once all their studios, I say next Christmas or after next Christmas, so one more year. We'll get one more year. 1995? And, and they'll, they'll raise it to, I want to say, about 
Nineteen ninety five. No, fourteen, fifteen bucks. Fourteen, fourteen ninety five. Yeah, fourteen. Yeah, fourteen ninety nine. Like, like the price of an MMO. Right, right. So I guarantee it, right? Because I just feel once they get their thirteen companies to make first party titles, and they're all coming on Game Pass, right? And they have their streaming service, and you have Game Pass where you can access your Game Pass because they did announce that Game Pass is also coming to PC. Okay, because right now Game Pass is only for console and now they're announcing that it's going to come for pc i think early 2019 so now you have you know you can play anywhere you got all the games makes 100 percent sense we we don't have any we don't have any connection with xbox i play on xbox i don't get sponsored by xbox i'm a fan of xbox i'm a fan of video games so i'm it's amazing right 15 dollars is still good right because ea i think is charging 15 right now for their for their library of origins prime i think if I'm not mistaken, it's like yeah, I pay 14, 15 bucks. I've blocked EA out of my subconscious. So for that first, you know, with, with PlayStation 5 coming out, with with Xbox Game Pass coming out, not making it. It's interesting. I, I see the swing happening right now. Everyone's like, well, it'll give Xbox a chance to, to compete with PlayStation. You got to remember the people, the Internet wasn't like it was 10 years ago. Right. And Xbox, you dominated when PlayStation didn't. Right. And before PlayStation 3, there was PlayStation 2, which is one of the most top selling consoles ever. Okay. So there's the swing, right? PlayStation, Xbox, PlayStation, Xbox. You can't, it's hard to be at the top all the time. Right. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. And plus, it's, it's nice to have com competition because it betters both companies to bring out stuff. Um, all right. So the next story I would like to talk about, well, it's Xbox still. Keyboard and mouse coming out for Xbox. This is an opt-in program for developers, right? So I know what people are thinking. This is stupid. It's not going to make it. I love it. You know, whatever, wherever side you're on, they have to opt in. The games that are hard, though. the games that are enabled right now with the, uh, with the November update is Fortnite. Okay. Warframe, Bomber Crew, Deep Rock Galactic, Strange Brigade, Vermintide 2, War Thunder and Xmorph Defense. Those are the seven games that are live right now with keyboard and mouse. Um, the only thing I can see different here is if you're an Xbox player and you're playing on a controller and you're playing is is Fortnite is Fortnite locked at 60 frames per second on PC or is it not capped? Because if it's if it's not capped, no matter keyboard or mouse or not Xbox versus a play a versus a, a PC they're going to lose for majority of the time right it's just it's it's uncomparable how fast the mouse is and stuff like that compared to a controller i know there's people that use controllers and i know there's auto assists and aim but as far as do you think this is good or bad now let me rephrase that question do you think this is good for the industry or do you think it's bad for the industry? Or do you think it's good for the player base? Or do you think it's bad for the player base? No, no. Any anything any anything that gives people choices is always good. The issue is, is that not everybody is gonna have the ability to have keyboard and mouse attached to their console. Right. Right? So you when you're playing these competitive games, you know, people are gonna start shouting at the rafters again because uh, so far, the developers have said that if they if somebody is playing with keyboard and mouse, they're going to pair them up with other people with keyboard and mouse. But I'll believe that 
you know, when when it starts raining milkshakes from the sky, you right. know, you, you can't. They're not going to separate people. Okay, it's, it, it is what it is. But the other the other aspect of it is is I, I still want to know on a controller, is it is it the latency? Is it the millisecond response? Like, why is it that when I move this when I move this 360 controller, the, the little joypad here, why doesn't it move as fast or as hard as it's, I actually move it? What's with the latency? Why can't it move it the same as a mouse? It's it's a like, it's, it's a dead zone. There's a dead zone. So develop. No, I know, but it's but it's possible. I've seen controllers handle it the same way. I've seen other types of hardware where you're moving you're moving a joystick and it moves exactly where you put it, the, like just the, like a mouse would. The problem is that I, I I would think that the problem, and I don't know for a fact, but with a controller, when they write the code for the game with the controller for an Xbox, they're all written for it. But when you use a controller for a PC game. It's going through, and it's it's got a dead zone, right? It's like I play a trucker game. I use my Xbox controller on my PC, and there's a dead zone when you hit it. So, like, if I move it just a little bit, it doesn't it doesn't hit it. But if I move it just a little farther, then the wheel starts to turn, right? It's the coding in the actual controller for the for the latency that that's what's happening there. A mouse, there is no latency. It is where where it moves. What, but that's what I mean. See, I I think it's possible just to change the hardware specs and let let the controller actually be the mouse, and then everybody have it that way. I I think if they if more companies are doing this right, they're putting a field of view a field of view slider. They're making the the controls. If you can map your own controller and take that dead zone off, right? Because in the trucking game, you can make the dead zone less and stuff like that. If they can do that on console to make it more like a PC, then yes. That would make sense, right? That would. Well, absolutely... I, don't, I don't see why they wouldn't be able to, since Microsoft is a PC company. Uh yes, but at the same time, the the games themselves are not always. No, no, I know, but if we're if every time every time we have a conversation about hardware upgrades, it brings the consoles and PC closer together. Yes, right. But... They're getting it. They're getting it to where, and maybe in a generation or two, it's going to be one machine. And that's it. It's not going to be console and PC. It's right. going to be gaming system. Period. Right. And no matter what happens, it'll always be Microsoft ahead because they make the software for Windows. <laughs> right. If we're going to be leaning that way. Right. Correct. Right. I don't know. I I used to love playing I, I keyboard I and mouse. I don't, with it. I don't have a problem with it because PC people love keyboard and mouse, and if they could play their console games with, key, with keyboard and mouse, they There'd be more people playing on console, wouldn't there? Like, I I think so. The whole so. idea yeah. here, the whole idea here, you got to remember the game. The new game is, okay, growth, right? You have to have constant growth. And I guess if you haven't taken business classes yet, or you haven't understood like economics yet, for some reason they, they like to teach people that unless a company grows exponentially every year, until they disintegrate or buy out everybody else, that you're not the company's not doing well. And so the only way you can grow in this kind of market where we have exponentially grown as far as population wise for gamers is to get is to get a greater population. Right. Right. You can't charge more for the product because everyone will rebel. Right. So they're finding new ways to get the population big enough and then get you in with either a game pass or a monthly subscription, just like a Netflix or, you know, that's that's the game. This is this is where we are. So 
if I get to bring all the PC players over to, to a console because they can use keyboard and mouse, guess who else signs up for Game Pass? Right. Right. This is how this is how they're gonna start to turn the tide. <laughs> My problem is, okay, and 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 this is we're, we're not gonna talk about this right now. I'm gonna just mention it, is the fact that once you establish a population who's giving you a monthly fee every month just to play games, then what stops that same population base from being microtransactioned or loot boxed to death with games as a service or things in the background constantly? So now basically your console is just a more sophisticated mobile phone, right? Every yeah. three seconds, somebody's yeah. trying to sell something on your mobile device. Yeah. Now the same thing can happen on, a, on your console. That's my fear. Yeah, I can That's see that. I can see that happening. I mean, if you look at the if you look at the Xbox dashboard, there's advertisements all over the fucking place. Yeah, right? but they don't have dollar signs next to them yet. No, but you can go to the store and buy stuff or certain things. Yeah, fridge. If if consoles can manage a field of view and sixty frames per second, I mean, the Xbox One was the was the entrance to get the four K. Companies don't really focus on sixty frames. Whatever company, I'll tell you right now. Whatever company, Xbox, Microsoft, new company, Nintendo, whatever console comes out next and can guarantee, guarantee 60 frames per second on their on their console, that's the winner. That's the winner. Okay? If they both come out with the 60 frames per second, then it's who can do 4K 60 frames per second. Are you catching me here? Are you, are you, are you following what I'm saying? Well, let, 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 just just talk just talk straight talk. Why how, online is online, right? Your high speed internet is your high speed internet, correct? Right. Everybody, those yep. of you who are playing online games have high speed internet. Okay. So here's my question. Well, you would hope. What's what's the what's the difference between my PC and my and my and my console as it's far just, as being it's online? Just, it's just more. Okay. It's just more power in the in the box. I, that's correct. Right. So how do we get it? How do we get to? How do we get the console? To be as fast as a PC for the price point that they want. You That's have to you have to in, in business, you would have to one, either make your own chips, okay, your your chipset and motherboards. Two, you would have to make sure you have such a game plan behind your console that you want to make the best possible at the right price point. Okay, so for instance, if Microsoft comes out with a 60 frames per second 4K Xbox that's 500 bucks okay and they can give it at $500 because they know they know either they make the chips or something or they're offsetting, or they're offsetting the cost because of game pass something they have to offset but what i'm saying is they make so many of them and they know that they're going to sell a shit ton and i mean an ass ton shitload whatever we talked about last time which is more okay if they know, like what what did PlayStation? Let me let me look that up right now. I want to look that up before I, I before I say my 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 thing here. Um, let's see, PlayStation Two sales. No, not for sale. Sales. Okay, PlayStation Two sales in for PlayStation Two Wikipedia. Worldwide sold 158 million units. Okay, now think about that. If 
if that was an Xbox or a PlayStation, whatever, PlayStation 5, Xbox 2, sells $158 million. Right now, PlayStation, I'm, I'm pretty sure PlayStation 4 total. 72? 82? Why is it? No. <laughs> Sales numbers, there it is. Okay, 82 million. That's half, half of what... Now, there's more gamers in the world, right? More gamers in the world, but only half of them have purchased what they made for PlayStation 2 20 years ago, okay? Go fathom that for a second, okay? So that's not even a good enough number. They have to sell PlayStation 2 numbers. So if they come out with a system and it's 60 frames per second, 4K, and they can bring the cost down where it's around 500 bucks... Okay, that's the sweet spot. That's when you're going to get a, a shit ton of sales. Okay, and then that's when you're going to get buku bucks and they're not going to lose their ass on the, on the thing because they make the chips, they make everything. Now, if, if, they, if they're losing their ass on that, what they would have to do is bundle. They would have to bundle like a, a service like Game Pass. Like once you get Xbox Gold, you get Game Pass for this price right so the money they're losing out the money that they're losing out on the sales of the actual console they would make up in-house with the game pass or xbox gold type numbers of that does that make sense you know what i'm saying like they have to they have to either make so many that's, chips that's, that's that the price you, of the chip comes you, down but that's how you that's how you bridge the gap Right. If everybody has the same speeds for a console, like listen, I get, I get, everybody wants, I, I get, I get that everybody wants their beast machine to run the single player games that they have crazy. You know what I mean? But every, everyone who's watched on Twitch or Mixer, when you watch someone play a multiplayer game and they're playing on PC, it's buttery smooth and it's fucking fantastic. Yeah. That's how a game should be. We need to be able to have that for the average gamer across the board, how do you do it? Like that's that's gotta be on their mind right now. Because right. if you're gonna be charging people a monthly fee to play games and it's a and competitive stuff competitive gaming is 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 coming full force now. It's not just every once in a while, okay? The the anchors are in place. StarCraft is there, uh SOCOM is there. Uh, I'm not sorry, not SOCOM. Um oh crap. Um Help me. I don't um, know what you're... I'm having a brain fart. CSGO, right? Like the rest of these Oh, you're talking about... You're talk I got you. I got you. Competitive play fields are here. And so in order for it to, to stay around, people to be involved, want to be on in, involved in that, you have to have the same, either the same machines or the same thing. And so we're, we're, we're getting closer and closer to... <laughs> we're getting closer and closer to everyone having the same the same kind of machines so everybody can play the same kind of thing. I, I, I'm just. We're, we're at, I almost want to say that we're at a precipice right now. This could go. This, we could go in. Gaming could fail and go into like a five-year lull, or gaming could explode, and it's, have it's, the greatest have the greatest collection it's of its players highest. and games ever. Like this is this is like we're right on the edge here because if 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 developers and publishers push in the wrong direction. And the gaming the gaming community rebels, they'll use they'll they'll lose billions, okay? 
But if they put into place where everybody wants to be involved, the hardware starts to advance, you know, because that's, that's listen, the software, software in general, and then it goes hardware, software, hardware, it goes back and forth. We've had a software trend for a while of, right. of, of people using uh, engines for their fullest, understanding the software, uh, you know, run, uh, taking out the kinks and the bugs out of their systems, and stuff's been running really good. Okay, now we have to go back over the hardware. The, the, the wave of companies need to come out with hardware that people want to buy, they want it in their house, and they, they have to have it. We haven't had the have to have it in a long time, right? Like Nintendo NES was have to have it. PlayStation 2 was have to have it, okay? The, when the original Xbox first came out, it was have to have it, right. okay? The other systems that come out, yeah, they're cool and everything, but like it's not a have to have it. And this is where we are. We're at. We are at. I'm telling you, this could go either way. This could go either way. Here's here's another thing, right? With the Game Pass and stuff, uh, this eliminates GameStop. This eliminates it does any games being sold back to anybody to rebuy, and that money. Right, that someone spent forty bucks on a used game now has to take their ten dollars and go to Game Pass, right? Or has to go to EA, or has to go somewhere. All these, all these organizations are getting together and making these whatever service they're doing. They're making digital services to stop people from because remember, they're losing money. All right, on hardware, yeah, on hardware on the discs and stuff. Because I buy the I buy Red Dead Redemption. I'm done with it. I give it to GameStop. You go to GameStop. And now you purchased it for forty bucks off GameStop. That's a sixty dollars sale that was missed by the publisher itself, right? And that's going to GameStop. It's going to a third party provider trying to sell you a game that's someone already bought. It's the same game sold again. They're stopping that, right? It's all digital all the time. You're renting. You don't even own the game anymore. And if you want to own it, you can purchase it at a different price. But even when you buy it to own it, you still don't own it because it's still digital. And if your Xbox breaks, or you sell your Xbox or whatever, it'll never work again. And that's where Xbox is getting around it because if you own a 360, if you own an Xbox One, if you buy an Xbox, whatever comes out, the Scarlet, I think it's labeled as, it's always backwards compatible. It's always backwards compatible. Keyboard and mouse. Not everyone's going to use a keyboard and mouse, but it's there for the people that want to use it now, right? It's there. They're making it convenient. And that's where Xbox is hitting home runs left and right because... They're like, why not? Why not put a keyboard and mouse in, the, in our system, right? But it's a little harder because most of these people, they want to be in the living room with their Xbox, and then you're putting a, a keyboard and mouse. Well, you can't have a keyboard and mouse unless, well, Xbox is teaming up with, with Razer, and they're coming out with a wireless keyboard exclusively for the Xbox One, okay? So that's happening. They're in partnership now, and they'll talk more about that at CES uh, in January, when the wireless keyboard comes out and 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 mouse. Another Xbox uh, news: Black Friday, Microsoft is dropping the Xbox One console to three nine nine, which is four hundred dollars for Black Friday. Uh, but the company is also discounting five hundred Xbox games during the holiday period. Starting today, Xbox Live Gold members will be able to access and discount early, including an additional ten percent to bring it up to seventy five percent off titles. There are 500 game discounts in total, including 154 Xbox 360 titles. Most of the 360 games are backwards compatible, and some even enhance the latest Xbox One X hardware while Black Ops 4 
and Red Dead Redemption 2 only just launched. Microsoft is offering deals on both. Call of Duty is 20% off, and Xbox Live Gold members and Red Dead Redemption 2 get a 10% discount. The Ultimate Edition of Assassin's Creed Odyssey also has a 35% discount, and Shadows of Tomb Raider and FIFA 19 are both 50% off. You can pick up Shadows of Tomb Raider for 50% off. You can pick it up for $30. It came out two months ago. Two months ago. Okay. So that's a huge thing. $399. See? They're getting closer to the sweet spot. That's the sweet spot. And Xbox is trying to take advantage because if they can get their 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 4K Xbox out to people, okay, and they're getting Game Pass, okay. That's another person that's in the in the in the cycle because once you get it, you're eating it, you're shooting it up, you're you're hooked on it, and you're like, I don't want to, I don't want to get rid of this. Why would I get rid of this, right? So, that's the other story. That's another story right there. Uh, discount on that. Okay, let's see what the next story is. Uh, nope, that's not one. That's the wrong one. Which one was that? That is this one. Sorry, these are not labeled. All right, let's talk about Activision Blizzard. We talked about them last week about Diablo. Activision's call. They weren't happy with. They weren't happy. Let's let's get let's get the words correctly. They, who who wasn't happy? Activision. 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 Activision wasn't happy with Forsaken sales or Destiny Two sales. Uh, they weren't. They weren't happy okay it says on the earnings call activision addressed by saying some of the franchise destiny in particular aren't performing as well as we hoped the company promised investors new monetization options alongside moving content uh to market faster uh to refice this uh so they were unhappy with destiny's reaction right meaning they were unhappy with the sales of destiny forsaken when it launched, right? Because there was a debacle that happened, right? It, this is a lead up. This is not just as simple as they're disappointed with Destiny Forsaken. They're disappointed in Destiny Forsaken because of what they did to the lead up to this content, right? Destiny 1 launched in 2014, okay? Came out. It was a lackluster game broken up into separate DLCs. They said it wasn't, and it was. Okay, then they came out and saved it with Taken King, and then they went into the black hole with the other expansions. Then they boom blew up Destiny 1, literally, okay, and brought in Destiny 2, and then they made it for casuals, and then everyone was like, that's strike three, because you broke up the game, you left us hanging, and now you brought Destiny 2 back, and it's not even the game that we liked, right? So they got rid of all that. So people are so burnt, Right, so let's just say they had I don't know, thirty million people that were fans of Destiny One when it launched, right? Then the DLC came out and they lost about five million, so there's like twenty five million people left, right? Then Taken King came back and they lost, they were like at twenty six million again, okay, out of thirty. Then they went into a black hole and then they went down to about fifteen million, okay. Then Destiny Two came out and people came back and they were like, oh, let's check out Destiny Two because it'll be better than Destiny One. And they went back up to about twenty million and then they saw it and played it for ten seconds and went. No, I'm gone. And they left. And now there are around 7 million people left playing this game overall across all the systems, right? If that. If that. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. So they decide to give it away for free on PlayStation, okay? 
they that was vanilla they gave it away for free they said to everyone hey we're charging you you have to buy trials of osiris and you have to buy um war war mind if you want to play forsaken everyone's like peace out not doing it i'm not spending 90 to 120 dollars to keep playing your game so then after people did buy it they said hey you know what forsaken is going to be included with the two dlcs that you didn't want to pay for separately you can now buy them all for one price at 40 bucks and we're giving it to you for free on playstation for vanilla and we're giving it to you vanilla free on pc this is all in correlation to activision not liking the numbers right they said what can we do bungie's like well we can we can give it away for free to get people the player base to come back all right let's do it let's see what happens nothing happens right the player base is still down. The hardcores love it. The hardcores love what, what Forsaken is, but the company itself is disappointed because the hardcore people are not really buying the microtransactions that are in the game. But that's but that's see, but that's that's the main thing, bro. It's not that it didn't so well because you have to you have to remember how how gaming gaming developers and publishers look at their games. Okay, in seven days or eight days. Call of Duty Black Ops 5 sold 500 million. Like 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 500 million dollars worth yep. or 500 500 million dollars. Yeah, 500 million. Right? And the last one that came out made 550. Yep. So it's a failure. Right. Right? That they say failure. Like it's 5 you're 50 million dollars less than you were last time but they considered it a failure. So when they say that the Destiny 2 didn't do well, it's not that it didn't do well, it's that that the mic the, the the games as service and the microtransactions that they wanted people to buy into during those during that number wasn't to their liking, and Correct. that's why they said that the sales weren't good. Well, they they, they they like to they like to cross the words, and they're not specific on what it is. Getting into the pool, okay, is is what they want you to do, but spending time in the pool, okay, is where they want you to stay, okay. They want you spending money on microtransactions. They don't care if it's a dollar here, two dollars here. They want they they got they have guys in rooms doing math, trying to figure out how much someone will spend if they spend X number of hours playing the game. That's what it's about. That's why the game is grindy. Okay, but everyone after the after the giant shit fest that was them trying to do microtransactions throughout the course of Destiny's lifetime, how everybody has pulled back from it and says, I'm not buying any of your stupid shit. And that's why there was a job posting for right. Bungie for someone to do uh, uh, microtransactions and how to influence people. Like there was a whole big thing. Okay. Not to mention, not to mention the patent that Activision came out with to be involved and try to manipulate people into better sales for how to cycle psychoanalyze people to to buy more microtransactions there was a patent made like right. everyone saw this they saw the writing on the wall so i i don't shed a tear for someone that made 50 million dollars less than the last time they released the game because well, you could last hold annual on to your, sales right yeah you cuz you couldn't hold on to your population base you made the same game last year you guys are making the same game every year okay right. eventually the monkeys that you think that we are are going to start to realize that it's, it's the, same, the game. same game. Same game. Okay. And it takes time to make a game, but they have to keep growing, bro. They have to be better than they were last year every year. Okay. It's unsustainable. It's unsustainable. So you cannot beat every year. So last week, there was an article that said that they wanted to put more microtransactions, and I broke it down. I was one of the first people that would actually say it, and then all these YouTubers started saying it this past week about 
that line, that microtransaction. They're looking for more ways to put that microtransaction into the game. Well, Luke Smith comes out, and this is this is beautiful. This is this is this is exactly what you're supposed to do in a marketing situation. Okay. And what I'm talking about is Activision is the bad cop, right? And Bungie is the good cop. So Activision says to the consumers, we're disappointed in Destiny because of the sales, and we're going to put more microtransactions into the game, right? Find more ways for microtransactions. Monetization. In the game. Monetization. Yeah, you got to use the right word. Monetization. Monetization. Okay. And then here comes good cop. Good cop comes in. We're sitting down. We're, we're, we're the people in the police station. We're sitting at the table. Bad cop was Activision. They told us, we're going to put more microtransactions, monetize you more. Right? And we're like, oh, man. And then Luke Smith slides in. He's good cop. Bungie comes in and says, we're not disappointed with Forsaken, like, like Activision says. Okay? We're not, we're not disappointed. We're setting out to build a game that Destiny players will love. Okay? And at Bungie, we love it, too. Building Destiny for players who love it is will remain our focus going forward. If you notice, he didn't mention anything about those microtransactions. He just said, no, we're, we're cool with what's happening with Destiny, right? And the hardcore players are happy. Forsaken is a really good DLC for the hardcore players, okay? Not once. Does Luke Smith say there that, no, yeah, we're not going to put more microtransactions in the game. We're with you, players. We're going to continue doing what we're doing, Forsaken, and make good. No, what he's actually saying is, we're going to continue making Forsaken really good, but Activision is going to be putting more microtransactions in the games. But you're going to be okay, hardcore players, because you're going to love playing our game where the consumers and the casuals are going to be the ones picking up the slack, buying the microtransactions because they can't get what the hardcore players are getting, right? Perfect. That, that's that's it's, what's it's, happening. That's it's, what's happening. It's pretty. It's pretty much that's what it is. Not not to mention the fact. Let's be honest. That Activision's only. On, I'm sorry. Uh, Bungie's only on the hook for another two titles. That's it. Yeah, two years. Because it's a ten year. I don't know if it's a ten year cycle like no, games no. or no, it's no, a ten no. years contract with them. Ten year contract. Yeah. Right. I would have to see. I would have to no, see. But, if but it's, what's gonna ha what's gonna happen though is it's like seven they're, titles. They're gonna they're gonna run out. They're gonna run out of time before they can actually make that last one. I can guarantee the last one's gonna suck harder than all the rest because <laughs> they won't be able to squeeze it out with enough time to make it. I think they have. So they have Destiny, Dark Below, House of Wolves, Taken King. Oh, you can't count the DLCs. No, hold on. Main titles. Main titles. Is it so, main titles? Yes. Yes. Destiny One, Taken King. Destiny 2. No, Rise, no, no, you missed Rise of Iron. Rise of Iron was the next main one. It was it was Vanilla, Taken King, Rise of Iron. That's the first three years. And then Destiny 2, Forsaken. And then God knows what's going on. And then they have two more. Whatever the titles They have you, two more. Well, there's titles in the list. I don't know which is going to be the big one, which is the small one. Yeah, so there's the next... The Black, the black Armory is not going to be it. The Black Armory is going to be something it's else. It's up until Destiny 3. They have, they have seven, seven main things to dish out, but it's a 10-year contract. Yeah. yeah. And then they're off the hook, and then uh, they'll, and they'll move on from there. Gone, yeah. But Forsaken is not, uh, isn't a lot of hardcore players have left because they have done it all. Correct, but what the hardcore players loved about that game, there's still people in there. And yes, people are falling off, right? People are still falling off, but they have their hardcore group now. 
right? And they're going to be making they're going to be making the game for those people. So yeah, I uh, as far as as far as look, I already said I think what Destiny's going to do, right? What Bungie's going to do, they're going to sell it off to Activision. Activision's going to take it, and it's going to be the new Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Of for for them because it's out for the next year and it has DLC coming out, so that's that's uh that's that. Uh, let me see. Well, they'll just drive it into the ground. Right, right. All right. The next story I want to talk about. Uh, yeah, that's the Destiny Forsaken one. Okay. Disney, right? We talked about the live action, right? We're disappointed. Disney is another. Disney is the destiny of the movie industry right now, as far as the not following their lore and not paying attention to the community and 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 doing a bunch of different stuff. They're coming out with a live action, another live action series. Okay. Uh, nope, that's not it. Let me uh, bring it over here. There it is. So they're coming out. Disney announces a second live action Star Wars series. Uh, this is taking place during this character. I forget what his name is during the thing. Uh, what's his name? Diego Luna is 2006 Rogue One going to production next year. The series will be a part of Disney's upcoming live streaming service. Disney will follow the exploits of Cassin Andor before the events of Rogue One during the Rebellion early years. So the movie or series is taking place before Rogue One. So it's a prequel series. Here's my issue with that. Me and Sars talked about it earlier. All the drama is now out of the series to, for me personally, because in a prequel, you know he dies, but just not in that series, right? So anytime he's in a ship battle and they they cut to a commercial or they cut to a close chase, and you're like, oh, are they gonna make it? They're gonna make there's, it. There's there's no drama. They're gonna make it, right? Like Titanic. That's, that's that's why I don't like prequels. Right, like Titanic. You knew the boat was sinking at the end of the movie. There was no surprise that the during movie of Titanic, the boat was sinking. You weren't sitting there going. Oh man, what a lovely cruise! What the Titanic sunk? No, it, it it it's that that's what it is, right? Just like in Red Dead, this is my only gripe with Red Dead is the story of Red Dead, and I won't ruin it for anybody. But if you played Red Dead One, Dutch, Bill Williamson, Javier Esquela, and John Marston are all in the first Red Dead. Okay, John Marston kills two of the three people. Okay, and then Dutch just commits suicide at the end of Red Dead 1 by jumping off a mountain. Okay, so no matter what happens in Red Dead 1 with these characters, I'm not sitting there going, oh man, I hope this, I hope it works out for Dutch. He's getting shot. He's getting shot. And it's no spoiler. It's an eight-year-old game. If no one knows the ending of Red Dead 1, you weren't a fan and you still don't care. Okay, so like, the, the I hate prequels. I love Red Dead. But some of the times when they put those characters in the story, I'm just like, yeah, nothing's gonna happen. It's just it 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 pulls me out of the realm of what they're trying to do, right? Like, pew, 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 oh, Dutch, get behind the box. You're gonna get shot. No, he's not. He lives. He lives. He's okay. It's everybody else. It's everybody else. Yeah, what? Dutch dies. He might have. He might have just broke a leg. I don't know. I don't know. So, live service. We talked about the live service last week, Sarge, uh, with the Marvel movies. Right, they already canceled Luke Cage. They they canceled uh, Iron Fist. Netflix is slowly canceling the Marvel shows because they're not doing very well. So well, now people are having Marvel fatigue. Right. So 
now Disney's having their streaming service and they're making the Falcon and they're making uh, Winter Soldier and now they're doing the Star Wars thing. So what do you think? Do you think this is something that you will watch on the streaming service? Do you think this will be a popular show or do you think because people know what happens to this character, they're going to kind of lose interest in him? First of all, Disney's Disney's got a lot of problems right now. It's called Don't Talk About Nothing. They went into quiet mode now in comparison to everything else that's going on because of the fact that the fact that they can't put together a good movie because they're destroying childhoods. They're destroying lore. They, they're just trying to get, once again, as many people as the, the law of numbers. How many people can we get to go see this movie? We're going to take an IP and we're going to slap a bunch of paint on it and we're going to see how many people can get to see this movie. I, I don't have the service. Right? Well, no one does yet. It's not out yet. I, no, I get it. I, 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 I'm not. I'll, I'll rephrase. I'm not getting the service okay. just to watch a Star Wars. Just to get a Star Wars series. Okay. <laughs> if it comes on DVD or something and they sell it like that, maybe you know, as a as a thing, and and maybe get some good ratings, and I'll say yes. But once again, it's live action, not an anime. Right? You're better off doing anime. Disney's better off doing anime. Trust me. Okay. Because Disney cannot hold their shit together when they make these kind of shows. Okay. Disney can make animations and apparently pirate movies for three years really good. After that, it's all downhill. Okay, <laughs> they they cannot make movies. Okay, not to mention, not to mention that Stanley. Okay, that's right. Stanley passed. The the greatest man to ever to fucking live in anyone's childhood, and we're we're talking about like multiple generations of people. Yeah. All right. Stanley had multiple generations of people reading his stuff. Stanley is the shit. Okay, now that he's gone, okay, that's like basically saying the but, guy who the guy who invented it's gone. Now we can do open open the floodgates. Open the floodgates. They can right. do whatever they want because nobody's there to say that's not how that guy would act. That's not how I wrote him. That's not how the guy was ever supposed to be portrayed. Ever. That's not the story of the guy. You're, it's gone. Now anybody can run amok. So now, okay, so now we're gonna have. An entirely new group Here. of vultures picking at the yep. corpse of yep. Marvel, trying to pump out movies day in and day remember. out because they don't have any ideas. So they're going to go down the entire Marvel list and they're going to say, who can we make interesting? Yep. Who can we make interesting? Yeah, well— Ethnic, ethnic, not ethnic, yeah, yeah, woman. Yeah. Like, well, they're going to go down the list. They're going to just start pumping out this, shit left this, and right. This, I, I hate to say this, and maybe someone will clip this and put it on, uh, on the internet, and maybe we'll get people to watch. But when Disney heard that Stan Lee died, right, the executives were like, at a party. Here, Wonder Woman is now a bisexual whatever. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's DC. That's DC. Let me use another one. Iron Man is now a woman, Iron Woman, okay, and Spider Woman, and this person's that, and they can change whoever they want to whatever they want now because the creator is gone, and they can do what they want. They can do what they want, just like when Walt Disney died, and all the executives said, you know what, let's raise the prices, let's change everything that Walt wanted because he's dead, he doesn't care, right? That's 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 what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, female Thor, yeah, it's going to happen. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. I'll be honest, I'm going to do the Disney st streaming service, but I have a four-year-old, right? And you have an excuse. Right, that's the, that's the excuse I'm using. I have a four-year-old. 
And he loves Disney. Every day is the Disney Channel. That's what he watches. Disney Junior. That's what he watches. So all these movies and stuff. It's called called indoctrination. Well, look, it's the Game Pass. Okay, they've hooked you. Your kid is hooked on to what these characters are, and if they take it off TV and put it on a streaming service, that's what you're going to have to do. That's not the point, Miller. You understand what we're saying. I understand there's comic book characters. There's a black Superman in DC. I understand this. What I'm saying is they all had the tip of the hat from the creator. Yeah, you can do that. You have creative right to do that. But you have to get... You had to ask the creator of the characters, "Hey, I would like to make a uh, a female Iron Iron Man uh, in this comic book series that I'm I'm doing." Yeah, that's cool. You can do that. Thanks, Stan. Right? That's gone. That's gone. There is no, there is no. Hey, Stan, can we do this? Hey, can we do that? No, it's it's we're gonna do it because no one can stop us. That's that's basically what it is. That's what it is. So if you think if you think you got burnt down on superhero movies, wait, <laughs> wait. Yeah, Wonder Woman's DC. Wonder nothing, DC. nothing, nothing is, nothing is coming out. That's not either a romantic comedy, a a hacker film, a superhero movie. Okay, that's 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 all they got. That's all they got. Right. The the, the cash cow right now for all movie studios is hero movies, superhero movies. Oh yeah. And so they, they are gonna they are gonna make as many superhero movies until the number reaches the point just like Call of Duty Black Ops 5. We made 500 million, then we made 550, then we went back down to 500, and they're like, that's it! That's it, it's over! We can't surpass anymore, so we can't we can't make these crappy movies anymore. All right, that's that's what's gonna happen. That's where we're going. Fox, I think what they're gonna do, they'll they'll put some sort of picture of him in the background or something to keep that uh keep that thing going. You know what I mean? The little the little secret hidden like Stanley's in the in the in the shot in like a, a diner or something. You know what I mean? They'll 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 do something. I I would do something if I was Disney. Big poster, like you put him in the background, like they pass a circus and he's like the the painting of him is the is the is the the ringleader or something. That's that okay. First of all, I think that's I think I think he might be the last person of my childhood who died. I don't think anyone I don't have anyone left. Okay, I got no one left. What do you mean? From what? I got I got no for for people that created all the stuff that we grew up with. I, I think he's like one of the last guys he passed away. Everybody else is gone. Hanna Barbera, the rest of the, everyone else is gone. Like he was the last man standing as far as my childhood. I get okay. Now yeah. I gotta now I gotta rely on Disney. Or or Warner Brothers, okay, to, to come out with hero movies. Dude, you got you better buckle up, people. Buckle up. It'd be interesting. Larry Flint's buckle. still alive. <laughs> uh, sorry to keep brain around. Brain's got the those one liner jokes because it <laughs> he created he created anyway, you'll, you'll... Yeah. yeah, because well, because you have never passed away. You're right. That's that's I lost true. About, right? Lost another hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So speaking of Xbox and the Game Pass, Sea of Thieves is getting in arena mode in early 2019. Now I called this from the start, day one. I said they're gonna put a BR type mode in this game. Okay, they're gonna they're gonna have it in this game. Uh, so let's see. I'm gonna play the trailer if I. Whoa. 
That's loud. Let me see here. No, that's not it. Let me a second. Give me a second. There it is. Will it not go full screen? All right, we'll we'll make it full screen. Nope, not so, gonna work. So basically, it's a BR without saying BR. Yeah, that's that's what it is. It's 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 not really BR. I shouldn't say it's it's BR. We'll just we'll just have it played like that with no with no sound. Uh, this is from Game Informer, obviously. So what it is is all the boats will have the same treasure that they're going for. Okay, on an island. And they'll all be your your crew versus other crews. It's it's mayhem, okay? You'll all be going to the island. So while people are on the islands, the islands will be fighting each other. They'll be digging up gold. They have to run it back to their boats, okay? The boats will be fighting each other. The players will be fighting each other. It's going to be crazy. I can see this a very entertainment thing on Twitch and Mixer as far as what's going to go down on here, Okay. Because it's going to be very, very interesting to see how... how I'll, I'll play it one more time. Play it one more time. You can see all the ships and stuff. So there's going to be new vendors, new factions, new currency, the coin that, he's, that he has in, in his hand right there. This is on the upstairs of the bar. There's a staircase that goes up. They're, they're, they're rumoring that it's going to be upstairs on the, on the bars. Okay, you can customize your ships in the next update as well. Whoever can get the most treasure wins the, wins the tournament. Can you imagine, like, eight ships all in the same territory just fighting each other? I think it's going to be pretty well, cool. What about, what about pirate boats, too? Are the pirate boats going to attack him, too? Oh, you got to keep this oh, interesting. I... I don't know. Well, actually, I think I read somewhere that like while you're in the water, you can still get attacked by the megalodon. You can still get attacked by the by don't the kraken. Don't talk about like other pirate boats that come out of the water and I attack you and stuff. Well, that's the same thing. The kraken. That's what I'm saying. The kraken, yeah. the megalodon, the ship. It's not a different world. Like it's a different game mode, but it's the same open world. So there's gonna be two separate servers, right? You can pick. You can pick which one you want to join based on that. Okay. So if you want to join the open world PvE, PvP area, you can join that one. But if you want to go in PvP, I think this does very good. What's the word I'm looking for? I think this is very good because the people that wanted to play PvE asked for their own private servers, right? And now they're kind of getting it because the people that wanted to play PvP are going to go over here, okay? And the people that want to play PvE are going to pick the regular player server. So I think I think it's the best for both worlds. I think the people will dabble in the PvP, but at the, for the most part, they're going to go back to the PvE, where PvP guys that just want to do fucking PvP battles are going to live and die in the PvP game mode, right? Because you can still level up. You can still get the treasure. You can still have your own faction points and stuff there. And they'll just, they'll just be vultures. Any, any any of the newbie crews that come in, right? You, just, you come wandering in, and they're gonna just chew them up. They're just gonna des destroy you, yeah. absolutely destroy you. So I don't know. I think it's uh, I think it's pretty good. I think it's a pretty good mode. I'm looking oh, forward to oh, it. Play oh, testing oh, it ahead of time. But once again, I think the 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 way that the games are unfolding, okay, is their 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 detriment to themselves, okay? Because the 
the mainstream thinking now is we need to get a large population base. It has to be a games of service model, and it has to have monetization in it. Okay, if if everyone's following the same protocol, if this is the trend, and we all follow the same thing, everyone can't have the same population levels in order for this to be viable to them because everyone's spread out. We're playing right. all these different games. They've got BR and games as a service model and a microtransaction here, microtransaction there. And it's like, how can I be playing all these games? Everyone's having the same thing. You can't. So once again, you can't, you can't. So eventually they're going to reach a saturation level where the, the games as a service model for specific games won't be enough to sustain the game anymore. Okay. Hopefully, because wh where's your population base? There's 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 27 games that are all games as a service have multiplayer and BR, you know and P, you know what I'm saying it's like it's impossible to sustain everybody, especially especially when it's a full price game, and DLC, and microtransactions. Right. All right. So, see if these has an update. State of Decay also has an update. They're doing a State of Decay to Z Hunter. Okay, State of Decay 2 steadily worked towards a better product since the rough launch early this year, and now Undead Labs is improving it further with the Z Hunter pack that will be free to all State of Decay 2 owners. The Z Hunter pack adds new crossbows to take down zombies with minimal noise, as well as new melee combat consumables and facilities to help the experience fre uh, be fresh. In addition, new gameplay improvements are being implemented. So, whole new game mode, free for everybody that owns State of Decay 2. On top of that, here I'll play the I'll play the trailer if I can. Let's see. Oh, but see, but once again, bro, I, same issue, right? I love zombies. I love multiplayer zombie, right? But I don't feel the call of that game for you and I to keep playing it. I don't feel the call that I have to play this game. I don't feel that. It's kind of right. cool. But, but I, here's the thing: we're looking at it is, and th this is where I'm changing my mindset, right? Because I, I play a lot of games. I said, see if these would be a great game six months from now. It's turning out to be a really good game. I haven't played it in about a month and a half, two months. I on stream. I do play it off stream. I do. I do still do the pioneer program type thing. So I, I test out certain things. Um, State of Decay is part of the Game Pass, man. Game Pass, Sea of Thieves, State of Decay, Crackdown Three. All these games that are coming out have content, and then they're going to keep giving content over the time because they want people to keep coming back. They want people to keep giving their their ten dollars a month, right? This is three DLCs now. For it came out in what, uh, July? No, March, May. It came out in May. Then they had one in June. They had one in September, and now they're having a, a DLC in November. Okay, so every two months they're coming out with something. Got to keep that ten dollars coming back. Oh, State of Kate on update. Oh, I canceled my Game Pass. Let me let me activate it again. Boom, ten dollars they play. These games are not about playing every single day. If you're a hardcore player, you're going to play it. But for the casuals, it's it's come in, leave. Come in, leave. Dabble in, dab in and leave. So that's why I say Fallout 76 should be on Game Pass, even though it's not part of their thing. Let's play the trailer real fast of, the, of, the, of Zed Hunter and, and, and see if you guys, uh, what you guys think.
Although, are you actually counting the zombies killed? All of them, across everyone, yeah. That's cool, the arrows stick in them and stuff. Well, hell, that's that's in two days. Join now and get your first month for one dollar. That's in two days. No, that's tomorrow. Comes out tomorrow, the 16th. So look, just like we tried out, uh, was it like a, a month ago, we tried out their new their new mode that came out. It was okay. It was fun for that night to play. Look, if you create a game that's fun, people will come and play it. Their game's a little glitchy, so it was fun to play when it first came out. I put in about 60 hours, okay? I surpassed multiple maps. I, I had two different communities built being built. I like the game. It's a fun game. Here, here's As I'm getting older and the games are getting shittier, and I mean this loosely, right? They're not full-fledged games. They're half-assed games. That are that are decent, decent bases, but they don't grow until like a year later. I feel like I've been play testing games for ten years, okay. And within the last two years, I've bought more games on gold. I'm not talking about Xbox Gold. I'm talking about fully released games that have been half-assed games in the last four years than I did in the ten years that I've been actually play testing alpha and beta test games, right? Sea of Thieves, I playtested it for a year. It came out, it's still like it still felt like playtesting. Stay the K2. It's been out for six months. Playtesting it for six months. Destiny, super beta. Playtested it for three years and then they changed it. So four years now. All these games come out and they're not fully fleshed out. So am I having fun with these games? Yes. I have fun with the games when they come out. I had a blast with Sea of Thieves. I had a blast with with uh, State of Decay. Had a blast with No Man's Sky, right? It's hard as a gamer company now, a, a, a developer company, to make a game and keep everyone interested all the time. We were just talking about it. How do you keep players coming back to your game? And how do you keep them there? It's hard. You're competing for time. No matter how much money you have in the world, you could be a millionaire, but you still have the exact same amount of time in the day, right? Being rich doesn't make you more, have more time. Right? Being rich just has, you still have 24 hours in the day, and you can only play a certain amount of games a day at, at, at a period of time. Right, The money helps you buy the games, you still need the time to play them. So, I'm going to I'm gonna dive back in this. It's a free update. We're going to take a look at it. Probably next week? Next week is, is going to be a weird schedule for me, guys. I didn't know my son was off. Did you know they have Thanksgiving break now? They're off for... He's not even in the school. Kids in actual school get a week off for Thanksgiving, and they get I a week got, off. I, I, I never got a week off. I know they get a week off now, so they're off. <laughs> it, <laughs> it's daycare. No, he's actually in a Montessori preschool. He's in preschool. Um, so they they're off. So I don't know my my schedule yet. I'll let you guys know when I when I start streaming later tonight. So stay the K coming out with a DLC tomorrow. That, that surprised me. I didn't know it was coming out tomorrow. Okay, next story I want to talk about is Battlefield Five. 
okay? Battlefield 5, I've been watching a shit ton of gameplay, right? Let's not even talk about the debacle of get it 11 days early, get it 9 days early, get it 8 days early, get it next week. If you pre-ordered this, and if you if you got that, if you bought this version, but if you got the digital prime, but you can get the 10 hours free trial if you do this. There's like seven different ways to get Battlefield 5. It hasn't released yet if you ordered it regular. But it released if you bought this and you get the Origin Prime or whatever. It's a fucking train wreck, okay, as far as letting people play. Okay. So I've been watching a streamer on Twitch called Josh OG. And I was biting my fingers going, I want to play this game so bad. It looks so good. He was playing. And his crew, they were all playing like we play, Sarge. When we play with a group, we communicate. That's the only way to play that game. I don't, I don't understand how you play that right. game no, any no. other way. Well, this is this is why I was getting I was getting so hyped for it. I was watching them play. the The game mechanics looked good, right? It looked fun. It looked it looked like a, that night we played with Santos and and Tempest, and we were in the tank. And me and you were outside the tank, and they're in the tank. And we're going through that city. That's the moments, man, that I love about Battlefield Five or just Battlefield. I was watching them play, and man, they were winning every round because they were communicating, they were talking, they were they were strategizing, they were doing stuff. I was like, ah, oh, man, that's what I want. That's what I want. It looked great. But then I watched somebody else play it, and they were playing by themselves, right? And they were losing all the things, and they it's were just getting game. destroyed. It was like, watch, it was night and day, night and day. And I watched that guy, and I said, if I watched him first, I'd be like, nope, I'm out. But I saw the potential of the game because of the people that were playing it much better than the person I picked second. And that's what gets me. We talked about it when we played it, and I said, it doesn't hook me for some reason. I love it. It was fun when I played it, but there's just something missing. There's just something missing. There's a carrot that I, that's missing from there that I I just don't need, and I'm going to wait for it. Right? Have you watched any footage of it, Sarge, or do you, you have just been going blind? No, 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 I've been watching. I've been watching. I've been watching. So what what is your, your look on it? We already know it's not finished. We already know the problems of it. What what is your what is your look on it now that it's released early? This we we have to start we have to start making timestamps when we talk about games in the years before we actually have the game. My issue with this game is not the graphic fidelity. It looks amazing. My problem with this game is that, number one, there's monetization coming down the pike that there's no conversation about. That's number one. Cosmetic or not, it's in there. Number two, okay, World War One took a lot of the guns and a lot of the fast-paced gameplay and put it into Battlefield 1, and so this game doesn't really feel like World War Two. Right. It feels it feels like a modern shooter, okay, but with a backdrop of older vehicles. But I don't feel World War Two. Right. It's okay? almost like a seat. Well, I'm going my little rant here. Yeah. Okay. The reason why BF One had to do what it did, and we had this conversation before BF One was released, is we were concerned how they would make BF One because BF One was not a mobile war. Battlefield World War One was a stagnating trench warfare, poison gas, people dying and dying for a year. The Battle of Verdun lasted a year, and a million people died in one battle. Okay, right. 
Like that's World War One. So they're like, we can't sell that. We can't sell everybody's got a rifle has to go pow, click, click, pow. Like that's World War One. Okay. So they put in all the high-tech weapons, experimental weapons. They made the tanks quicker. They did all the vehicles were there, but they weren't done like realistic. I'm not saying it has to be that way, but they took they took a spin on World War One. Now you have World War Two, okay? And everybody who was alive and playing 1942 is waiting, okay, for the reincarnation of the original game that EA had made, right. okay? Where is the Battle for Berlin? Where is Stalingrad? Where is the Omaha Beach map? Where, you know, where where's my B-17? Where, where I get to put my crew of people inside the plane? Where are these epic moments? They are so scared of repeating boards from the past, but Call of Duty's not. They're so they're so scared of repeating boards of the past that they keep making up all these other things. And I watched gameplay of the stories, and the stories were empty, meaningless, bad AI, and forced into the game to just cover their bases because war stories had to be there. They didn't have enough time to make the game full, a full game, full game. If you wanted to make just a multiplayer shooter and left the war stories out, it looks pretty good, except the fact that you don't get all the guys in the beginning of the game. And what I mean by all the guys is map selection, very small, and uh, opposing forces. The Americans are not in there. There's there's no M1 Garand. There's no B-17 bomber. Okay, now, now, of course, it's coming down the pike. And remember, there's no DLC, right? There's no DLC. There's no, there's no time gate. Whatever content comes out, whoever buys the game is going to get it. It's just released piecemeal throughout right. the year. Right. Okay. Okay. So once again, it's not a drop in your lap. Welcome back to 1942. Okay. And this is our new game. That's not what it is. Okay. It's, I can't explain it. I can't explain it. It doesn't feel like World War II. Okay. I, I don't want, I don't want authenticity. Okay. But I've played a lot of battlefields. Okay, all it looks good. It looks good. Okay, weapon selection is not enough. Okay, especially, especially for World War II. Okay, <clears throat> there's there there are guns missing from this game that should be there day one. It's World War II. Right. Okay. Secondary weapons are lacking. There's the there's only like the M M1911 and I think one or two other guns. There, everything else is garbage. Right. People are walking around with an MG42 and firing it from the hip. Okay, give me a fucking break. Okay, yeah, you have to put the dry pilot. The 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 parts of the game I really like is the fact that they said that the guns themselves have a recall pattern, and so the longer you play, you'll learn the guns recall pattern. So skill will matter. Big bonus for me. Right. Big bonus. Learn this. Learn the gun. Not not just random bullets. Like learn the gun. Fantastic. Uniforms, the vehicles, this call-in thing. Like, I want oh, you're talking about a, the, real, the boss, a real uh, battlefield. Leader. The reinforcement thing. Like, yeah. you, we, the squad gets enough points. Yeah. I call in a vehicle, okay? All the hype is still here. Everyone's still playing. I'm waiting for the actual release, actual gameplay. From what I'm seeing from the early release people who have it, who have it early, who have been playing, it's not a complete game right. to me. Okay? No, it's not. It's not, it's not a complete game. 
and I, I, I can't say this enough, and everybody who's younger than me thinks that this is normal. It's normal for a game to come out, it's full price, it's a half a game, and they, you wait for the other pieces of the game to come out, and everyone's supposed to just shake their head and say, okay, that's just the way it is now. That, that's not the way it is. See, this is this is why, well, I think they did it that way because they're they're trying to copy the Game Pass, right? If you get Origins Prime, you pay 15 bucks a month, you can play the game as much as you want and all the rest of their titles, so you're only paying $15 for a $60 game, right? If you play it over the year and that's the only game you play, but they have new content coming out completely throughout the year. Now, I'm okay. Everything you just said, I'm okay with with the game getting piecemeal like they are, only if they do it correctly. Like you were saying, there's guns that are missing on day one that should be in the game. There's no M1 Garand. No, no, I, I know no that. M1 Garand. So what I'm saying is, as long as they do it correctly, as far as the guns that should be there on day one should be there, and then they should drop maps or scenarios of the war from World War II later on. So like they bring a, a you know a new area and then they introduce the the vehicles and the people that came in at that time in the That's war. That's great, but doesn't make me want to buy the game day one. That makes no, me want I understand. to buy the game July 20, 2019 <laughs> right. when the, the D-Day map finally comes out. Oh, the D-Day map's finally out? Okay, now I'll right. buy the game. But like, here's That's not how you should wait for a game like this. But here's the thing, right? If they do it this way, they can put in, let's say, eight maps. Everyone plays the eight maps. And then when they bring in the, the next five maps, no one's going to play the first eight maps. They're going right. to play and the they five. Destroy. They destroy yes. those two maps because that's all they play. Yes. They, they, and, they, they, and you burn out. Right. That's what happens. You, you don't have a good cycle. You, you don't have a good cycle of maps. You just burn out. Yep. You burn out. So I don't know. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Okay, <laughs> the the is so much better muted. Yeah, because we're just doing this, and we're, we're very vocal. Um, again, I I want to I want to I want to play this game, but this is again not a day one purchase. It's not a day one purchase because you can wait. You can wait February till February or March or next summer. It'll be on sale. It'll be cheaper. Okay. How, how much? How much you want to bet before the end of the year? Battlefield Battlefield Five's on sale. How much you want to bet? It'll it'll go down to like forty bucks for like one like one weekend or something like that. Yeah. How much you want to bet? No, I don't. I don't need to bet. That's exactly what it'll do. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, yeah. yeah. Uh, end of the year titles when when we were growing up never went on sale no. ever. No, they come out and they don't go ever. on sale. It's like it's like Apple computers. They never go on sale. Now they go on sale. Look at look at Tomb Raider. You know what I mean? All right. So the next one I want to talk about. So I'll talk about I'll talk about Fallout and then we'll go over the uh, the video game rewards, right? Fallout seventy six. Last week, it's been a whole week. I said I canceled my I canceled my pre order, okay? I canceled it and I'm done with it, right? I said because you're not playing. I was like I'm playing Red Dead, which I'm absolutely loving. I'm at ninety three point six percent done with the one hundred percent of the game. Uh, loving Red Dead. I canceled my pre order. And then Brainchild, who's a good good friend and a fan of the, of the of the show and everything, he purchased Fallout 76 and gave me the game. So I got it for free from from him, and now I'm playing it. I played it on day one, and I have to say, even with all the shit that's going on with this game, where people are hating it because of frame drops and textures and uh, it shouldn't be a, a multiplayer game, and it's too too boring, and whatever you can put out a stigma on this game, I put it in. 
and I'm absolutely having a fucking blast, right? I played it 17 hours so far, almost 20. And I've only played with two people. I played with Atomic and Duplass last night for like two hours, okay? I've been playing the game for 15 hours. I've done two. Two missions, okay? That's it. That's all I've done. I've done two missions, okay? And from the two missions that I've played, the lore was there. I'm still in the tutorial, right? I'm in the Overseer's tutorial still. I've been playing for 15 hours. I've traveled, I don't know. Actually, I can show you. Let me, I, I can show you what I, what, I, what I have on the map, okay? It's, it's a great freaking game. If you like this type of game, it's like Rust, okay? It's a sandbox open world game that you can go and do anything you want. Does it have issues? Yes. I've been getting dropped so many times from the server, okay? So many times I get but kicked from the server. it's them experimenting. That should be expected, right? This is a new, this sure. is a new, new thing for them. Sure. I, I hate the fact that we've been trained so much now that the games that are unfinished that are released, okay, that were trained and were like, eh, it's not that bad, right? Eh, it's not that bad. It really isn't that bad for me. Now, I know experience differ across the platforms. I know PlayStation 4 is having a lot of issues. I know PC people are having a lot of issues. I don't really get that many drop frames uh, or, or, or frame bumps on the Xbox, okay? The graphics to me have no bearing to me if the game sucks or if it's good, okay? Everyone's like, well, the creation engine is just is just shit, okay? It's 17 years old. Some people say it's 15 years old. Some people say it's 20 years old. Look, it doesn't matter how old it is, okay? Hold on, let me, let me bring up. Okay, look, this is inside the game right now, okay? This is me playing. Let me get inside my, my base that I built, okay? Let me get inside my base. I built I built my my little my little shack here. Okay. That I'm working on. Here's my issue, my number one issue with this game. Okay? The number one issue with this game is the menu systems are so fucking clunky. It's ridiculous. Just imagine I'm shooting this gun. This gun breaks. All of a sudden the guys in front of me just start attacking me and Oh, well, I can switch to this gun. Oh, no, I can't. So I'm stuck now, right? It it detached my other gun from me, so I can't switch guns. I only have one gun, okay? So I have to go into my menu system now. Well, now I have to go through this. Then I have to go down here. I got to find I gotta find my other thing. Oh, I got to pick. Okay, I'm going to pick this one, okay? I have to scroll through everything. Yes, I can make it a hotkey. Like, I can make it in my favors, and then I can put it up here, and then I can select it, which is still fine. But as you can tell... Okay, the wheel, if you play Red Dead, or if you play Destiny, or if you play any uh, Sea of Thieves, like, when you click this, okay, it pops up, and then you would think, if I just did that, it would it would, it would would select it. No, I gotta hit A, right? It's like these little clunky things while guys are attacking me, you start freaking out, because you're like, oh, hold on, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get this. It's terrible. The menu system is absolutely horrible, right? Now, if I go over here... If I go over here, okay, and pick on this, 
okay, A for crafting, X for scrapped items, okay? On others, other systems, I think it's three. Is there three? Yeah. So A for crafting, X for scrap, and Y for modification. Why isn't it just enter this, okay? And then when I'm clicking on the actual weapon, okay, then I can decide if I want to modify scrap or whatever within just a but button that, push but that but that shows not enough time spent correct that it's, shows it's still cooking. the game is rushed right this right? works that's what that shows this worked in single player because in single player the vat system it pauses like the game pauses when you're in single player the game is continued going on right now, right? I'm not in a menu that's paused right now. I can be attacked. So if you find if you find a table like this out in the world, right, and you walk up to it, you can get attacked. You can get attacked in this animation right here. If I go to here, while this is happening right here, all of a sudden the mole rack and it starts eating your eating your leg off, right? And you're like, oh, I gotta, I gotta get out of here. You gotta. It's very clunky. Number two, I've only been playing the game for 15 hours. Okay, if I click on this, my camp thing is only 400. It can only hold 400 pounds, okay? I understand why they did this for their side because there's 24 people on the server. There's a lot of things in there. They're, they're putting stuff in there and they want you to live right by the inch, okay? What I want is like Minecraft where I can take multiple boxes, put it down here, okay? And then label it, okay? And here... You can you can see the right hand didn't know what the left hand was doing because they gave you one stash box. But I want to I want to show you something because in the in the creator mode, if I go over here to wall decor, and I scroll down to here, as you can tell, this thing right here says ammo. Okay, I can put it on the wall right here. Wait, let me let me. I don't have an actual wall. I can put it on. Okay, look, ammo, right? So if I had a box, right, I could label it ammo and look, armor and chems and clothing but yet i can't create other stash boxes right i have shelves that i can put on i don't think oh look, there is a stash box there's a stash box there but i don't know what you can put in there so maybe it is in the game but it's not unlocked yet ah okay i stand corrected then because they put the they put the labels in there we get your stash box is one one stash box now i don't know how much stuff you can put in this footlocker here's another here's another thing how do i know when i unlock this do i unlock this by a level do i unlock this by finding something right when building when building something sarge in this game um putting floors and stuff down they're very clunky like you built a lot in fallout 4 i never really built in fallout 4 it's pretty shitty it's a pretty shitty building system okay so much so that when I try to build something, it's like it'll flip a wall around backwards and I can't flip it to the right, correct way that I want it. It has to go into the way that it's putting. And it's very annoying, very annoying on that way. This is annoying to me. Like I can't be able to stairwell up a, up a wall. I had to do it like this, right? So now it's open. So now I got to build something above it. Or you can build these platforms that have a great system with the staircase on one side, but it doesn't have a solid floor. It only has the great floor, right? And you have to put it on a level ground Right, so you can't put rushed. You rushed. can't put here. Watch, watch this. These are all. These are all. These are all telltale signs. The, all this stuff was in Fallout Four. Right, which is all, fine. All, the, all that stuff was in Fallout Four. All that stuff you could do was in Fallout Four. So, what are you telling me they, they couldn't put that in here? They so, couldn't do it. So this this foundation right here at the bottom here, 
I can't just put floors anywhere I want. Okay. I had to put a foundation first. Okay. And then I had to build that staircase. And then that's the foundation for all of this above to build. Otherwise I couldn't build these floors because you can't just put a floor wherever you want. You got to put it on a foundation first and it's clunky how it fits on the foundation. And then I had to use roof parts for my other second floor because you can't put a floor above floor one. You have to use roofs for floor two, three, four, or whatever, right? So it's very annoying, okay? Uh, I found these little struts that I could put up. If you if you like it, I put my, my base underneath a power, power line, right? Because it'll stick out or whatever. It's just very clunky. Now, as far as the game itself, it's a blast, man. The graphics to me... I don't care. I played Minecraft for 10 years. Telling me that this is outdated is like telling me Minecraft's system is outdated. Okay. It's, but you, it's, 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 it's a, like it's a cumulation, accumulation, accumulation effect. The reason why they're saying it is because they have nothing else we to are, about. we are, we are so close now to Starfield. Okay. That they think that the next game that Bethesda comes out with should show something better than what's to come. Right. So by this being a more updated version of the same creation engine, okay, so close to when Starfield's coming out, everyone is pissed because they think that Starfield is going to look like this. Like, it's going to be the same engine, right? right? They're adding stuff together. They don't know, but it's a good sign that if you rush the game out like this, and you got another game you're working on, you haven't changed the engine yet, and you refuse to use the new engine in a game that you are testing out anyway. This is game is a test anyway. We, we, we talked about this. Yeah. Well, this they get all your data. Test. They get all your data. Right? right. Right. This is about who plays, how it plays. They're trying to. They're trying to get into the four way. Uh, what works. Uh, the, the what doesn't way, work. Uh, what doesn't work. That's what right. they're doing. Right. It's not a traditional Fallout game. I get it. I get it. However, I understand the anger of what they're saying because unless and this is the only example i'll give unless bethesda knows their creation engine so well that it's going to be really really badass looking just like rockstar did for red dead 2 because remember red dead 2's engine is the same as the engine from grand theft auto 4 and grand theft auto 5 and red dead right, right? but it's just tweaked and it looks amazing you see i can't get over uh, okay i can't get over the fact that nothing loads Okay, there's no loading. Okay, I walk around, I ride a horse at max speed, I'm riding into the sunset, I'm waiting for clipping, I'm waiting for popping in, there's no popping in, there's no clipping, it's incredible. So now, if Bethesda can do the same thing with their engine, like Rockstar can do with theirs, maybe, maybe they have a shot. But this is a blemish now, because people think that this is what they're gonna look forward to for a next-gen title. That's the issue. <clears throat> I, I, I think people are just, I don't know what the, what's the word I'm looking for. I, it's not entitled or anything like that. It's who says that the graphics have to increase game after game though. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, why do they have to increase game after game? Whose expectation? It's not, it's not game after game. It's been 15 years. No, no, but that's fine though. But who's to say it has to update the industry, but why, if it works, because if you want me to buy the next the next gen, if you want me to buy the next system, right? If you want to sell me the hardware, you got to show me what it can do. Otherwise, I'm going to still okay. play my old hardware. So, so for instance, Rockstar has used the Rage engine since 2006, I believe, right? Is if, if that's correct. Let me let me I I remember if I have it correctly. 
Uh, they've used it since 2006. Rockstar Games presents table tennis as the first is the first thing they used with Rage in 2006. They haven't changed in 12 years, but yet they've upgraded their engine over that 12 years, right? So everyone's upset now because there was an interview that said that that Todd Howard said that they're going to use the same engine, which they can. They can use the creation engine, but they've updated it. They just they're trying to keep it as a secret as far as what the, what it is. They don't want to show you screenshots or anything of their thing. I can't imagine going forward for the next console, right? Going forward that they're going to use this engine, right? Like what it is now. Okay, they're going to use this engine, but well, 2.0. It's a very good secret then. Okay, what I'm saying is we look at it as an industry, as as consumers, we're looking at this going, well, some of us are looking at it and going, this is, this is shit. And I don't think this is shit. Like, I'm having fun playing this game. I've played 15 hours, and look, this is everything I've explored on the map so far. Okay, I started, this is where the, this is where the vault is. Okay, anywhere there's blue, I've been to. Okay, I've, I've discovered it. Okay. Look at, look at the part of the map I'm on. I just barely got down here, and now I've built my base over here, okay? Like, right here. You're centrally located. I got you. No, I'm not even central. Hold on a second. Here's the rest of the map. Here's the rest of the map. Okay? I haven't even hit a fraction of what you can do in this game, okay? Everyone's like, it's not worth 60 bucks. It's It seems dead. I've heard YouTubers that give reviews, okay, that... They talk about the game in two ways at the exact same time, right? They're on the they're on the boat that says, "I want Fallout to be a single player. Where's my single player experience, Bethesda? Where's my single player experience?" Right? And they're complaining because they don't want to have other people in their game. Okay? They just don't want them having in the game. They want it to be single player. They're not even just talking about the story. They just want to be by themselves in the game. Not the not, not their game. Yes, not their the game. The same people that know that they want to be in the game by themselves are now bitching that they can't find anybody in the game. They don't come across anybody in the game. And I'm like, what side of the road are you on right now? Are you on the side that you don't want to play with anybody? Or are you on the side that you want to play with someone? Because if you want to play with someone, it's super easy. I can literally highlight their name, click on them, add friend, mute, send message, view profile, or block for session. So if some guy is treating you like shit, you don't want to deal with him, block him. He can't bug you anymore. Okay, can't bug you. Okay, I, add, I I say, hey, send a message. Can I join you? Sure, boom, instantaneous join. The joining in this game is very easy. Okay, it's the easiest thing ever. EA, take notes because your system and any of your Battlefield games are horrible, horrible. Okay, this game you can pop in, pop out, super simple. Okay, um, they, they've done it a very well job. Like when you build a house, if I want someone to come into my door, Anyone can pop in, or I can lock it, and I can put what level of lockability it is to lock it, right? So if I want some people to come in, and they can come in, they can unlock the lock pick, and they can come into my place. I don't know if they can grief you. I'm not really too sure if they could or not. I would assume they could, but they would only get your junk, right? I, I don't I don't really know how that works, but it's, it's very, very good, okay? All the people that are bitching right now are on PC. Right? Because it's not running at 120 frames per second. It's not running calmly at 60 frames per second. It's glitchy. The textures are popping and whatever, whatever's happening. My only issue that I have with the Xbox that I've noticed is I get dropped from the server. Okay? I haven't had really any hiccups. 
Uh, I haven't seen the Vertibirds doing this. Right? I saw them nice and smooth going through the through the game. I think it's a better experience right now on Xbox with the engine that they're using for this right now. Okay, I, th- I think that's to do with the uh, has to do with optimization and the fact that what's being rendered now. Because normally in a Fallout, everything's dead and decrepit. There's no leaves on the trees. There's no nothing. Everything's just dead. Okay, you have a full forest, leaves moving, all this stuff going right. on. So I don't think I don't think the system can handle it. That's why everyone gets dropped. That's why they're, they're, they are testing what the engine can actually do on an online multiplayer game. This is a stress test, regardless. I I think Miller's hitting a point though, right? He's like, I'm not sure what they're wanting. When I play Fallout, I expect a certain style, and this is identifiable as Fallout. It is. The graphics, you know, when you look at this, you go, oh, that's Fallout. If I told you this was Fallout 4, you'd be like, no. But, okay. You, you know what I mean? You wouldn't know the difference. You wouldn't know the difference if I told you this was Fallout 4 or if this was Fallout 76. And I think that's a that's a, a choice that they, they chose to make. Okay? The the choice was, why am I going to make this high-def high def game? Like, if you look at Grand Theft Auto 4 to Grand Theft Auto 5, the graphics are pretty similar, right? It's that the still, si- big, still, still a big jump though. Yeah, but the, it's the art style is still the same. Mm. The big jump is from Grand Theft Auto 5 to Red Dead, right? Because it's a, it's a separate game. It's not in the same genre or thing as that, so they've and, separated and eight it. Years. And 8 years. No, no, 3 years for for Grand Theft Auto 5. No, no, or eight five years, years. For, red, for Red Dead. Oh, for Red for Dead, red yes, dead yes, eight yeah. Eight years. Yeah. I would like them to do Plenty a Red Dead. I would like them. I would like them to do a DLC, okay? Red Dead remastered in the graphics that are happening right now in this game. The map's there. Everything's there. All they have to do is release Mexico, okay, and put Red Dead 1 inside this game. DLC. I would buy it again. I would buy it again. Um, so... I'm really enjoying myself. Fall to me, when you play with friends, it's fun. It's always got carrots. It's always something for you to look for and to uh, explore. Sometimes you might find some cool stuff. Other times you find absolute shit. The battles uh, that I'm having sometimes are, I, I get handled. Sometimes I get my ass kicked, and so other times I'm I'm kicking ass. I like it. I like it a lot. I think it's a, it's a good game. Is it a great game? No. Does it deserve your forgiveness? No, if you're if if you don't like it and you don't want to hang out and play the game, don't play the game. But if you want a single player experience, you can have a single player experience. If you want to play with your friends, you can play with your friends. If you don't even want to do the story at all, you don't have to. You could just be a hermit living under a bridge, okay? What I like is the the trading commodity in this game as well, right? Certain points, okay, so these little these little areas here with the with the hammer and wrench are are public uh, camping spots. Okay, so I can show up and I can claim that area. And when I claim that area, it gives me these things: nine food, three core, one aluminum, one concrete. When I defend it, a wave of NPCs comes. I defend it. It's like every half hour they attack again. Okay. Sometimes it's one wave, sometimes it's two, sometimes it's three. I haven't had more than three. Once you, every time you defeat every time you defeat the when they attack you, you get rewards. You also have deposits on the property, right? If it's like ammunition factory or if there's deposits in the ground, and you can take your factories and start building resource uh, extractors, okay, and start getting resources. Now, when you claim one of these places, it's open to PvP. Okay, so other people can come and start attacking you. 
Okay, so you have to defend your area. You get to put the turrets up and put the different things up. So if someone comes near you and they want to start attacking you, they're going to get full force, uh, you know, their asses handed to them with all the turrets and stuff that you're using, which I think is cool, right? So you're getting resources that someone else doesn't have. Like right now I have like 799 scrap metal, okay? I have aluminum. I have tons of silver. And now I can use that as trading, right? I can go up to someone and go, hey, uh, I have a lot of silver. You need some silver? I can now role play as a silver trader. That's my thing. I can go around trying to help people that need silver, and I can make bank. Here's another thing they're doing. Their vendors in the game only have 200 caps max. People are bitching because all they're trying to do is grab all the shit that they can, go back to the vendor, and sell it so they get all the caps. Okay? Well, it's shared caps to everyone in the server. So if you're at the church in Flatwood... Okay, and he's only got 200 chests, uh, 200 uh, caps, and there's 10 people there all trying to use the vendor. Okay, waiting for turn. If one guy banks all the caps, there's no caps for anybody else to get. They have to go to another vendor. Okay, which then does supply and demand. Okay, so you need ammo, you buy it from a vendor, and they have the caps. Then you give them the influx of caps. If you're selling stuff to the vendor, then he'll give you the caps. If there's no caps left, you're going to have to talk to the other players in the world to get what you need. And if they don't have it, then you have to explore the world. And this, to... is, the, and this is the experiment. This is their experiment. Correct. A lot of the people a lot of the people that complain are like, well, I don't like it because I don't know what to do. They don't have their hand held. If you want your hand held, you can, you can go into the – hell, I don't even know if I, can, if I know how to do this correctly. I haven't even done a, a, a thing yet. If I go to data – these are my main story missions. These are my side missions. These are my daily missions. These are my events that are going on. Like all the things that I'm interested in are on my on my right upper right hand corner, right? Those are all the things that I can go do. If I go look at the map, they're flashing. Like this is an event over here. There's an event up here or there was an event up here. All right? This is a point of interest for me to go do something. Talk to the the mayor, right? These are these are little things that I can do if I choose to do them. No, I choose to rotate around the world, explore as much as I can, and build my house underneath a power plant, right? Or under, under a power line. This is what I don't understand that people are upset about, that they don't have their hand held, and they're like, I don't know what to do. Uh, I want a game that I don't have to play with anybody, but they, you know, no one wants to play with me. It's like, pick a side what you want to hate. I think, personally, a lot of the reviews that are coming out are based on the beta, okay? They're based on the beta and all the problems that were in the beta. There's still issues in the game, a lot of issues. They fix issues. There's they fixed a lot of issues, but a lot of the hate's coming from the beta and a lot of a lot of the hate is coming from people you can tell they didn't even play the game. They're just jumping on the bandwagon, right? And talking crap about it and you can tell they didn't play the game because they don't know what they're talking about while they're explaining themselves. Okay? So, in my opinion, if you like a Fallout game, get this game. It's a fun fallout experience just think of it as dlc okay or a prequel okay to fallout 4 or fallout 3 whatever you want to do it's the same universe okay yes the lore oh brotherhood of steel just give it a shot give it a chance it's absolutely it's a lot of fun am i going to play this for 200 hours 300 hours probably not but will I play it for 60 hours? Will I play it for 100 hours? Absolutely. I already got 15. I played it. It came out yesterday. I already got I already got 15 hours in. So to me, it's a well-worth game. 
I look forward to playing anybody that has it because it's a lot of fun with, with people. A lot more fun with people uh, going around. Like, Duplass gave me a, uh armor yesterday, right? He gave me a, one of the uh, the iron suits, which are super heavy, and you have to go find the pieces to put on your suit, right? So it gives you something to go find. You're just not finding a whole fucking piece of uh, Brotherhood steel armor. And then you have to keep repairing it. Oh, yeah. Let me. Okay. So they don't want you doing what I'm doing. Okay. So I go out and pick up everything. Everything. I scrap everything. I have so much stuff that they're, they don't want me to do that. They want me to grab the stuff, use the stuff. Like, if you get a whole bunch of meat, you got to use the meat. So only kill what you need. Don't kill so much because your meat will spoil. If it spoils, you get sick, you get a disease. So you just have to drop it. Don't eat it. Right? You put it in your inventory. If you forget about it and you, have, and you don't eat it in time, they want you to go out and find things to kill so you can get food. It's 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 fantastic. It's a really good experience. They want you to live like this. They don't want you to have the stash boxes over 400 because then everyone's going to be their own hermit. Do you know what I mean? If everybody can get everything, then the social experiment stops because no one's going out anywhere to explore. They're just sitting at their home doing what they do best, right? They just explore and they bring the stuff in their house and, they, and they're building their, their hermit. They want people to talk, trade, experience stuff, go find things. I think it's a great a great game. And again, six months from now, this game will be a lot better than it is right now. Is it a day one purchase? No. It's okay because six months from now, it'll be the same game and you can still level up. I'm level 17 already. So there's a lot of... The, you can move up pretty fast. I spread it all 400 caps as well. The Atom Store people are a little upset about because the Atom Store, they're like, well, the greaser jacket's 800 Now, that's $8. That's $8. Okay? 100 is a $1 in real in real, uh, real money, real currency. Well, how much can you how much can you make per gaming session is the question. It's not even about that. I found the greaser jacket in the world. All the stuff that's in the world in the Atom Store is somewhere in the world, right? So you can either purchase it with real money, you can get free atoms in the game by doing events and doing different things, exploring, finding locations that give you atoms. I have like 1,400, I think. For, I think I have 1,400. How do I look at what my... Uh, I think I have 1,400. Stats. I don't know where... I know if I log out and log back in. Yeah. I have four four fourteen ninety. I have fourteen hundred and ninety. Uh, so I have fourteen dollars worth of atoms that I can spend, right? And if I go to the uh, the atom shop, the atom atomic shop, like you could buy this poster, okay? For I forget what it is, right? Or not not even a poster. Sorry, you could buy these glasses for seven hundred and sixty, which is seven dollars and sixty cents if you want them, right? There's a bunch of different apparels and different houses and different skins and such. I don't I don't think this is bad. If 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 they want to make their money this way and people want to buy the stuff, by all means go ahead. It, this doesn't affect my experience with Fallout in any way shape or form and the stuff that you find in the store, you can find in the world if you know where to look. So, I think it's pretty cool. Give it a shot if you want. Uh that's my overall uh view there. As far as what do we got here? Do I have There it is. Game Reward announced 2018 nominees, okay? Game of the Year, Sarge, these are six games. These are the six games that are the Game of the Year 
and you tell me which one you think is going to win. Okay. We have Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, we have, what is that? Uh, Celsus? C-E-L-E-S-T-E? Celsus? Is that how you say that? Let me bring it up on the screen. Where is my Xbox? Boom. Nope. And boom. Nope. Why isn't that working now? Uh, not just, there you are. Okay. So the second one on the chart. Celeste. Celeste. Thank you. God of War, Spider-Man, Monster Hunter World, or Red Dead Redemption 2. Personally, for me, I think it's only between two games. God I, don't, of, I, don't think, I don't think there's any competition. God of War or Red Dead Redemption 2. I watched someone play God of War. Fantastic game. I played Red Dead Redemption 2, hands down, in my opinion. It's a movie. Yeah, it's a miniseries. It's a miniseries, not even a movie. It's a 70-hour miniseries, okay? It's like a two-season. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, to me, is number one. <laughs> Get Monster Hunter World the fuck out of there. <laughs> yeah, it's game of the year. Okay. Uh, best ongoing game reward. Destiny 2... I'm not going to say Forsaken, it's just Destiny 2. Fortnite, No Man's Sky. Wait, wait, best ongoing game? Ongoing game. Okay. That, that's that's a padded list. Well, Destiny 2. That's a padded list. Fortnite's not even released yet. It shouldn't be on any list. It's still an alpha. Okay, that shouldn't, right. even, that shouldn't even be on the list. Right. No Man's Sky, comeback game of the year is what it should be. Comeback game of the year. Overwatch or Rainbow Six Siege. By by just by the padding of the list, it's Destiny. No, just for, the, just for the padding no, no. of the list. No, yes. padding of the list. It's Fortnite. I'm telling you right now, it's Fortnite. It can't be best ongoing game. I'm telling you, it's going to be Fortnite. 100. percent I don't think it should be in the in the listing, but I think it's going to win. Overwatch was two years ago. Overwatch won it last year, didn't it? I'm pretty sure Overwatch won it last year. Uh, best game direction. Has Light Studios with EA's Way Out. We played it. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, Detroit Become Human. God of War. Spider-Man. Or Red Dead Redemption 2. All right. Hands down, again, best game direction is Red Dead Redemption 2. It's not even... In my opinion, I'm biased. I'm biased. I think this this game should win every award category it's in. Hands down. What's your What's your pick, Sarge? Game direction? Like, was it your art direction? We're yeah, talking game about direction. game direction. Outstanding creative vision, innovative game direction and design. They might give that one to God of War, but I still say Red Dead 2. I mean, Detroit Become Human was actually pretty good. I still think it's Red Dead. Best narrative for outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game. Uh, best narrative, Detroit Become somebody, Human. Somebody might, somebody might feel sorry for them and give it to Detroit Become Human in this category, but I still think it's Red Dead. It's a fucking movie. It's a movie. Life, Life is Strange is actually a pretty good story. So is, this is actually probably one of the hardest, hardest choices in the best narrative. It could go to any one of these, but Detroit Become Human is a really good game. Really good, good narrative game. Same with God of War. Same with Life is Strange. Same with Spider-Man and then Red Dead. I don't know. This is a toss-up, but Red Dead is, is is the same for me. Best art direction for outstanding creative or technical achievement in artistic design and animation. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, God of War, 
Octopath Traveler, Red Dead 2, and Return of Obra Dean. I, yeah. th- I think the horse, might go to horse gu- testicles, man. <laughs> horse testicles. I think, direction. I think this one might have you, God of War. You see the muscles in the horse, bro. You see <laughs> that the detail in the game is incredible. Best score or music? It's definitely not Red Dead. It's not Red uh, Dead. No, there's something wrong with that game. I don't feel like I'm in a Western. Where's the Western music? It, it's there. It's just no, underto- it is not. It's, it's just undertone. No, it's, it's, just it's, it's not. There's no crescendo ever. I'm, I'm going to give this one to. It's not Red Dead. There's no I'm way. I'm going to give this one to God of War. Nothing better in all categories. Best audio design. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, Red Dead, I think, is going to take this one as well. <laughs> audio design? Yeah. Do you know how many people and the the voice acting and stuff? I mean, come on. Come on. I mean, I, I, le- I want to at least hear the, the at least a, a, a forged score of the good, the bad, the ugly, a fistful of dollars, all the crazy Clint Eastwood movies. There's no fucking Western music. It's, it's, there's right, banjos right. and shit, but there's not like there's not the, the, the little fucking trumpet. <laughs> like there's no Western music in the damn the whole game. You, you want you want like the good, the bad, the ugly type music. You want you want like you want spaghetti Western music is what you want. I want Western music. Yeah, you want spaghetti yes. Western. Yeah. There's no hey hey. There's no radio stations in Red Dead. Okay, like there right. is in Theft Auto. Right. So where's where? All right, best performance. Okay. Now, I said this last week. I said that Roger Clark, who plays Arthur Morgan, should hands down win the award for his acting performance in Red Dead 2. Um, but Christopher Judd in God of War was really good. I honestly think that Arthur Morgan could win uh, an Oscar if he was in the in the right like he should they should win something I, he did a fantastic job uh let me see best mobile best VR I don't care best action game blah 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 yeah I know I play I play those music when I'm playing I put that in the this, soundtrack this undertones that's why I play the music I shut the music off and play my own music now yeah yeah, keep going. This is the background music. Well, no, that's it. That's it. I don't. I don't need to go over all the all the all the things. So we uh, maybe what I'll do is I'll put this a link in the chat. We'll make this like a voting thing. Um, when is the reward show? The award show is on December sixth, so it's like two weeks away. So I'm gonna try to get this up on Discord and see if you guys want to vote. Maybe I'll put some sort of poll system there or make a Google Doc. All right. That's it for the show, guys. I appreciate it very much for staying and watching. If you are new to this channel, my name is 30 and Still Gaming. This is Sarge. This is Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. We're live every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. We've done 150 episodes up to this point. If you're just catching us live, this will be a past broadcast tomorrow on, uh, on, on Mixer, right after we're done here. And then also you can watch the past broadcast on YouTube about a week later, and you can listen to the audio version of this, okay, audio version of this uh, tomorrow by noon 
on all the, the major audio sites. Uh, I do appreciate you if you leave in a review, a star rating on iTunes. If you watch or listen to any other podcast off of Spotify, Google Play, please go to iTunes and just leave a star rating if you watch or listen to the show. I appreciate you guys if you're on iTunes listening or Spotify or Google Play. Um, don't forget to follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. Don't forget to follow me at 30 and Still Gaming. And don't forget to follow the show at Jen underscore X underscore Gaming. I do appreciate you guys. Is he playing outro music here? <laughs> ear bleed. Ear bleed. <laughs> Yes, Sar- Sarge. Is, Western music. Sarge, Sarge is really selling everyone. Sorry for the uh, for the audio version. Uh, your ears are probably bleeding now uh, for for that. Um, what are we playing tonight, Sarge? Are you playing anything, or am I going to go off my own playing Fallout seventy six? Or you I wanna play something, man? I I, I want to play Battlefield. I'm trying to get into like a little bit of mood. Maybe maybe purchase the game by like January or February. <laughs> but like, want to play something. You want to play Battle? Something. You want to play Battlefield one? something yes all right so if anybody wants to play battlefield on, one Santos. if anybody wants to play battlefield one we're going to be playing battlefield one tonight uh duplex after after that I'll, i might stay on and play for like an hour or so um uh for some fallout afterwards so we'll be playing fallout one tonight oh, Tempest, i know you have the game let's go all right i appreciate you guys and i'll see you guys on the next episode thanks for watching we're not here next week buddy oh we'll the week after that's okay. right. Hey, take That's it easy. right. Take it easy. That's right. If you're listening or watching this, next Thursday we are off because it's Thanksgiving here in the United States. So we will see you the following week. So we're off next week. We'll see you in two weeks. Thanks for watching. Plenty of time for EA to mess something up. <laughs> right. We got two weeks for EA to mess something up there. There are two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.